Welcome to Salt and Light. I'm Charles van Beek. Wonderful to have you join us today again on Radio Tigerberg as we discuss the Christian regarding his life of health and fitness. How does this all work together? Do Christians need to be concerned about health and fitness uh, or do we not to be concerned about this? And we've got Ashley and Olga in the studio. These are two young ladies who have finished their studies and they're both uh, involved in ministry right now. So Ashley, welcome to Salt and Light. Thank you so much for having me. Olga, great to have you with us in the studio. Welcome. Hi, Shilpo. Thank you. Thank you. Now, you girls have both finished your studies, and uh, actually, just let us quickly know, what did you study and what are you doing? Um, so, I studied a BA in graphic design, and I am a freelance graphic designer at the moment. Fantastic. Olga? I studied, um, I did a diploma in human resource management, and I'm in ministry full-time now. Fantastic. I'm Charles Van Beek, and I have a matric. So, we are really <laughs> excited to have such clever people in the studio with us today, and we're going to be talking about a Christian regarding health and fitness how should we deal with health and fitness actually does the bible have anything to say about health and fitness yes yeah, so i think one of the verses that is pretty popular for health and fitness is 1 corinthians 6 19 to 20 um, which says do you not know that your body is a temple of the holy spirit within you whom you have from god you are not your own you were bought with a price, so glorify God in your body. And it's a scripture that talks about your body is a temple, and God has bought you for the highest price that anyone can pay, and we have to honor that as Christians. So therefore, we should be concerned about health, health and fitness. fitness. Good stuff, Olga. <laughs> yes, uh, my my go-to verse when it comes to the health and fitness of your body is Romans twelve verse one. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. So hmm. I love that verse. Like Ashley said, our bodies are a temple, and uh, yeah, we present it to God. We should therefore look after our bodies. Yes. yes. And uh, if we're talking about general health, then we should also include our spiritual health, our physical, our psychological, and everything else that goes with it. Because let's face it, uh, if somebody is extremely positive and they really doing well in their spiritual life, you'd hope that their psychological and physical lives are also not completely worn out and in the dumps. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. so we, we are complete beings. God has made these various facets to us in our, in our, our whole being. Mm. Uh, we have souls, we have spirits, we have physical bodies. And so really we should be looking after every area of our lives and trying to uh, follow Christ and obey Him in those areas. Mm. The challenge is, I think, sometimes in our society, especially at your weird ages, <laughs> okay, maybe not, <laughs> is that sometimes people overdo certain things. And sometimes you find people, as an example, at the gym every day and they're looking after their bodies and they look absolutely beautiful and wonderful, but yet um, they might be lacking in their spiritual life or in their psychological life. They could be mm. extremely traumatized in one of those other areas. Um do you people in your worlds find that actually you come from very much a, you've been in England for quite a while during yes. lockdown. Olga, you went through lockdown uh, in an informal settlement in South Africa yes. uh, by choice, you ministering there. Um, so you come from very different worlds. Do you amongst your friends find that kind of thing? Uh, 
you know, I might be super fit and strong, but, you know, like there's no character, there's no personality, there's no spiritual life, there's no nothing. Um, I think I think that's a big thing nowadays uh, for younger people as well, because the world is so open, there's so much knowledge, um, I would say in, not really in South Africa, but in a global sense, the young people have more, they do more. Um, so they there's... Access to more. Yes, there's access to more. So it, it's sort of... The physical is there and the physical is what's in the forefront and the bodies and how you look like and how much you can show people materialistic things that you have is so important. But your spiritual health or your spirituality is can be of, hidden. Yeah, it's, it's not spoken about or it's sort of um, not valued or ostracized if you say you're a Christian. And so I would say the majority of the world and young people you know, need to develop their spiritual health because it's very lacking. And it comes across in how you speak to people. You can immediately tell, um, like, what they're all about. If they're only about, you know, themselves or yes. what they have. Or if they have some depth, um, yeah. yeah, in a spiritual way, psychological way. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it, it does um, hang out on your sleeve pretty yeah. accurately sometimes. Yeah. And it's normally little ones who normally notice these things far quicker sometimes. And they're very open about it. Yes. <laughs> So, Olga, your, your world? Well, like Ashley said, uh, people, they are more concerned about their uh, physical fitness. You know, they go to the gym, they get all the muscles and, 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 and everything else, but nobody worries about the, the, the spiritual uh, fitness and health. And then it's, it's like it's easier for them to, to, I don't know, they, you know, it's easier for them to just go to the gym and, and, and exercise every single day. Like Monday to Monday, they're trying to keep fit with all that. And then we see them jogging up and down, you know. But then when it comes to... Oh, and they even take part in diet, which yes, is something... Yes, of course. Yes. Eating very, goes very much with that. Yes, but then when it comes to something like fasting, nobody wants to start fasting. They're like, oh, no, I can't do it. No, you know, I can't eat less. I cannot... You see, when, when you're fasting, you, you don't really have to... Especially if you're starting, you don't really have to to start like fasting five days all of a sudden. You you can start by cutting off a meal or two or whatever. But nobody wants to do that when it's, it comes to fasting. But if it's diet, they quickly want they want to take part in that. So I find that very you know weird in a way that you're so worried about your physical fitness that you're forgetting the uh, spiritual fitness that matters. Yes. Know? So I feel that people they need to 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 to. to start looking at their spiritual fitness. Yes, I read some really interesting uh, statistics a while back and I actually didn't record it for the program, but they were saying that in Canada, the rate of suicides had gone up so high during COVID and the lockdown that the it was, it was so catastrophic that um, it wasn't the lockdown wasn't helping in any way. In other words, the mental health issues versus the physical health issues was so out of control mm. because of them trying locking people down that the lockdown really at the end of the day wasn't with all these lives of people you know committing suicide and the loss of lives uh, through the COVID. the covid issue um just didn't match up and they were saying you know scientifically now that we can look back and see these things the lockdown was a complete and utter disaster mm. uh so I, I mean i don't know if there are other countries that have done the same sort of statistics, we certainly wouldn't be up to date on that sort of thing in South Africa. <laughs> but but there again, you know, if you look at the COVID issues, um, you know, probably um, 
drug use, probably suicides, probably lots of major mental issues have skyrocketed, you know. Um, and yet it's because of a physical issue. Um, and so we're so connected, you know, in ourselves and in our society. And we're social beings, yeah. you know, and, and you get your your strength and your vuma and and a lot of that from your church friends, from your people you connected with, your Bible study group people, you know, loving each other, being a blessing. And uh, and yet in our society, we often try to put aside mm. the biggest, most important parts, the psychological, the spiritual, yeah. uh, for making a big scene about our nice sports car and how cool <laughs> we look in our latest costume, you know. Yeah. Well, I think that's a very big issue is people are unbalanced we aren't focusing on all parts of ourselves and like you mentioned one part influences the other so if you're just looking at our physical bodies um, and our physical health and fitness um, the food we eat and consume um, is plays such an important role to our emotions because serotonin so your happy emotion um, is actually um, released and formed in your gut so what you eat, that it all influences everything. So if you're not looking after your body, it won't release the emotions and the hormones to be happy. And then if you can't carry that through, then you have, you're always tired or you can't focus on your yes, spiritual which your, will affect your work and your spiritual mm -hmm. life and your Bible study and your prayers and, and everything yeah. else again. So yes. it's, it all plays a part like in, yes. you know, in the flow. And people aren't um, necessarily... You know, just focusing on proper health and nutrition, especially, and yes. um, with the whole diet culture, and you know, going to the gym, it's all it's all pills and it's quick fixes, and people aren't nutrition and health like focused. They're not it's, making it part of a lifestyle. Yeah. People do it. They do it intensely, and then they drop it. Or, yeah. Yes, and they treat their their faith sometimes in the same way. Sort of instant gratification. Like, what yes. can you do for me now? Or what can I do now so that I can see results immediately? Sure, sure. Or I have a, a lack. My life is stressed. Um, oh, I remember there's a God now. Maybe I can pray to him quick and he can yes. help me right now. And then I'll carry on. Yes, they treat God like a genie in a bottle. You can call him up quickly to come fix all your problems. And then you forget about him and exactly. carry on as usual. Yes. I've, I've got a pastor friend. Uh, in Johannesburg, who says to me literally that people come to church when they lose their jobs. And he says, then we pray for them and we help them and we support the family. And then as soon as they get another job, you don't see them again. Yeah. And that, that's sort of a little uh, microcosm of what you're telling us, yeah. you know, in one little church with uh, certain individuals. But Olga, when we deal with um, these issues, to me, the word discipline comes to mind. And I'll just tell you a story before I ask you another question. But I was having a chat with a friend at church just the other day. And he was saying to me how he's struggling with um, wanting to read the Bibles. He said, I really struggle to, um, to have the desire to read the Bible. So I said to him, forget your desire, discipline yourself and read the Bible. Exactly. And he said, no, 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 no. I said to him, I promise you, if you discipline yourself, your desire will come. Mm -hmm. Try it. <laughs> and he said to me, no, 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 but I want that desire to be there. I said, isn't it incredible that in your life, in your personal life, you need discipline. In your business life, you need a discipline. When you were a student, you needed discipline. Every area of your life, you need discipline. 
in your family, you have to discipline your children. Mm-hmm. You and your wife have to be disciplined with the way you respected each other and helped each other in the house. Why is it that when it comes to your spiritual life, discipline isn't an issue? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, how do we deal with these things, especially in your environment? Um, because sometimes there's chaos around you and, you know, people are sometimes dying or somebody's got ill. I, I know this because I know you've had to go in the middle of the night and take babies to a hospital and find transport and people don't have cars. I mean, it's, it gets chaotic. How does one deal with the physical, the spiritual, and the psychological when there just seems to be disaster <laughs> around you all of a sudden? So, like I said, all I do we do is is we pray yes you know we pray for god to give us strength because it's really difficult to try and carry on work like you said when chaos is happening left and right and yeah we just try to to remember why we are there and what are we doing there because uh, other than that trust me there's no way of of, of of trying to deal with this things on our own like we cannot do it it's so difficult to try and carry on with everything that's going on so i I myself, well, with people, let's say, for instance, when somebody does say to me that, you know what, I have problems, you know, with, with trying to go to church every Sunday or trying to go to a Bible study every Thursday or whatever, like, I just can't seem to find the time. Or, I, you know, like you said, with discipline. And I just go back and tell them that, and yet maybe you make it to, your, to soccer practice every day at the same time. You know, do you get what I'm saying? People, they... So we try to explain to them that, you know what, discipline, it's all about what matters to you. So if something matters to you, you make time for it. So you, exactly, it's about priorities. priorities, yes. So if you're saying that, you know what, I find it hard for myself to to, to try and read the Bible, or I find it hard for me to to, to work on my spiritual health, well, what makes it so easy for you to work on your physical health? Mm. You get what I'm saying? So it's all about what you think matters to you. So I think people, they just need to try and focus more on that and try to get their priorities straight because yeah. it doesn't make sense that you can look after your body and yet your spiritual or fitness it, it, it's not in place because that's the only one thing that matters like you said yes it's also really interesting because people the same people that can't find time to read the scriptures or time to pray or to call their family for prayers or scripture reading don't have a problem with finding time to watch television exactly and, you know, and or a series time. or whatever you know and um, we can all say that of ourselves yeah. uh, you know but the point is um we need to get get a balance yeah. because uh, we are physical we are spiritual we are psychological and um we can't have one that's completely out of sync and so what if you've got a smart body and you're going to hell <laughs> you <Yeah>. know <laughs> so um let's uh, get these things in order uh, I was chatting to my daughter this morning because I was busy uh, grabbing something in the kitchen and she walked in and said, oh, what time did you wake up this morning? I said, oh, five o'clock again. And I don't like waking up that early. And she <laughs> said to me, well, dad, you know that there's a book out that's been written about very successful people who all get up at five in the morning. And I yes. said, oh, really? Tell me about it. She says, yes, they, they don't um, get up and go to work. I said, well, what do they do? She says, well, they do a bit of fitness. Uh, They do some reading, and then they do something else. Uh, Meditating, I think it is, which they're not Christians, so that's uh, that's what they do. But I thought, isn't that interesting that non-Christians know that they have to have this balance? 
in their lives. And we as Christians, we can do physical fitness, we can read the Bible, and we can pray. Mm. But we don't. We don't have time for that. Because we wake up at 8 o'clock and work starts at 5 past 8. <laughs> you know, And then at home in the evenings, we're worn out and exhausted. And so we watch TV, get our minds filled with all the, the humanistic nonsense on there. Mm. Um, and all the other evils that get pushed to be normal. And... Um, and then we leave out the most important parts of our, our daily lives. So I just find it fascinating that the people who aren't Christians have somehow learned this probably from Christians, <laughs> that they need to be involved in things. And, and I've read uh, many business books in my life in the past written by people who've not interested in the Word of God in any way whatsoever. And every single book tells people to give to bless the poor. Yeah. Or gratitude. Or, or show yeah. gratitude. Yes. Very good point. Um, so I know, um, I think it's it's sort of become popular right now on social media and everything is to have a productive morning routine. So it's like what your daughter was talking about. Um, successful people wake up early and they do their exercise and they drink their water and um, they do all these things in, um, not in a, maybe a Christian way, but they've learned how to self-discipline themselves properly, stick to it, make routines that are lasting. And, uh, well, anyway, what happens with this too, which I found in, um, even in the townships and that, that I work with, is that they're people that are really serious about their fitness. I mean, these guys get up early in the morning. They work very hard. I love these kids. I work with them. They come to my Bible study and things. And... But they've never read a book in their lives. They can't, don't even bring their Bible to the Bible study. And, and I'm saying to them, what's wrong with you people? Why don't you read books? It's not like there is no book. Mm. Our ministry runs a library, for goodness yes, sakes. Yes. But I've never seen them anywhere near the library. You know, unless there's food on the other side of the library and they have to walk past the books to get the food. But I'm just being facetious now. But the point is that if we're not feeding our brains and we're not feeding our spirits and our souls, uh, you know, as you say, the, the body is going to die. It's going to go into the ground one day. It's going to be eaten by the worms. Yeah. And yet there's so many more important things that we're missing out on. Yeah. Well, how do we tell our friends what, what is important and what they should be doing? Olga, you got, you got a friend. They crazy about their fitness they're up five o'clock in the morning they're running down past all the shacks uh, for an hour every morning they're strong as an ox they're eating the right foods and they know it spiritually and their brain is seized they haven't read a book since they finished school um, how does one deal with that well, without I'm... being rude and obnoxious and saying what's wrong with you what are you thinking <laughs> Uh, I think, I, yeah, like, I'll just tell them as it is that, you know what, you do know that there is heaven and hell. You're looking after your body, and then you're not worried about your spiritual life. Like you said, you die, your body goes to the ground, and then what happens to your soul? What happens to your spirit? Mm -hmm. So you need to find that balance. The same way you discipline yourself in having to jog every single day, at uh, like every single morning at 6 o'clock, I'm sure you can discipline yourself to do the same with your spiritual life. Yes, you can find a different timeline, or during the same time, you just add 30 more minutes. You get what I'm saying, to try and find that balance. 
or if you need help, there's we we have people in our in our township to help us with things like that. If you're trying to find your way in you know around the Bible, or if you need help with your spiritual life, we're always happy to help them. I'm Charles Van Beek. I'm talking to Olga and Ashley. We're talking about mental, spiritual, physical, psychological health, and what a massive topic it is. And uh, we are wanting to find out. First of all, what the Bible has to say. And so I'm going to ask the young ladies to read the verses, which they uh, has been a blessing to them and a help. And then we're going to carry on chatting. If you've just tuned in, welcome. Um, so the one scripture that is always stuck with me, that's quite a popular one when it comes to health and fitness, is uh, 1 Corinthians 6, 19 to 20, which says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you? whom you have from God. You are not your own, for you were bought with the price. So glorify God in your body. And this is just such an amazing scripture because it just tells us straight that um, we were bought and God and Jesus died for us. And that's the biggest price anyone can ever pay. So we have to honor him with our bodies and with our lives and everything we do needs to come back to that. We are temples and um, everything we do should be to glorify God. Oh, we were talking about discipline and now you're talking about obedience. Well, thanks for that, Ashley. You just complicated things more. <laughs> so uh, the verse that I refer, uh, I refer to when it comes to looking after our bodies, it's Romans 12, verse 1. It says, um, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. So I like this verse because it tells us about how important our, our, our bodies is. We, our bodies are. We need to look after our bodies in every way, spiritually, physically, and, and psychologically. We need to look after ourselves. Mm. So I really like this verse. It's, yeah. So we, we can take that even further and get really uh, explicit about it. And can we argue that we should be concerned about drugs, drink, smoke, excessively in all areas or can we not say that from from these scriptures well definitely i think we can actually stretch it a bit further because uh well what drugs and and other substance abuse does to your body is not a good thing so nobody sure. wants a drunkard body so why would you want your, your body which is bought with a precious price why would you want to give it back or you know misused yes. and things like that i've got we, friends you know, that have destroyed. come out of alcoholism you know being addicted to to alcohol and things and the, their bodies are cr crippled in a sense in some areas I, you know and some of my friends that have come to faith in christ after being drug addicts and sleeping on the streets and things you know the areas that, that they will openly tell you that they they struggle with you know with their minds and their thinking and their um, their processing of thoughts and that because maybe a part of their brain has been fried i don't i don't understand all these things but, but if we're living in Christ and we are in communion with him, as we've been uh, speaking about, then there should be no need necessarily for us to be looking for these other crutches uh, in life. And so we as Christians, actually you were speaking earlier about going to friends and Olga, also about how we can go to friends and talk to them and communicate with each other. We are social beings. And so we should... Uh, Practice chatting to people, being involved with their lives, and 
And sometimes we need to be a bit more aggressive, not in a rude way, but as in putting in effort uh, to be in communion with people, even when, uh, you know, the laws are strictly saying that we can't go anywhere, you know. Take the loophole, go to a coffee shop when you're allowed to, you know, and go meet with your friend and have a chat together. Any final comments, Ashley and Olga? Um, I think just as much as you can during these times, try um, be in balance and do what the successful people do, you know, implement uh, routines and structures, um, practice self-discipline to make sure that your life um, can just grow in all aspects, in your physical and your mental and your spiritual health and life great yes Yes. i'm with ashley here with uh, discipline like people really need to be disciplined we need to find a balance in everything that you do because without discipline i i I mean we don't really have uh you know that that balance and stuff so you you just try to be disciplined everything that you do the same way that you discipline uh yourself with your physical body do that with your spiritual force yourself to read your bible force yourself to go for your run force yourself to eat decent food There we go. Thank you very much. Well, with uh, Salt and Light, we usually talk about prayer, Bible study, and action. And this is exactly what you're talking about today. We need to pray about these issues. We need to study God's word on the issues. And we need to put into action. It's no use knowing everything and then doing nothing about it. Mm. Well, Ashley and Olga, thank you very much for being on Salt and Light. Thank you for chatting to us and uh, coming up with all these intriguing ideas today. Thank, thank you very much. You. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, thanks for having us, Shal. Thank well, you. Well, I'm Shal van Beek, and you've been listening to Salt and Light, and I'm tuning out. <laughs>